0: Checks
1: out. Are you gotta make a choice,
0: baby. Are we ready? Yeah. I think you should leave it with. You gotta make a choice, baby.
1: <laughs> Insert theme song here.
0: All right. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I'm stuck inside this rut that I fell into by mistake. Ooh. I gotta get out of here, and I'm begging you, I'm begging you, I'm begging you to be my escape. Oh my god. Welcome. That's lyrics from Be My Escape by Reliant K. Oh my god. Welcome to A warp to Remember.
1: <laughs> Welcome to A warp to Remember. I am Zoe, and I'm joined by the beautiful Rachel, who just quoted some Reliant K
0: at me, and I just yes had to I take did. a moment. She's triggered. She's I'm not a fan. Not I love one. Reliant K. And I love Jesus. <laughs> you do which is beautiful <laughs> and that's
1: that's really great for you and I appreciate
0: it. if you didn't line case high key low key uh, Christian band high key what
1: do we do here at War- <laughs> Warp Tour remember I almost said at a
0: Warp Tour no at a Warp Tour remember
1: we uh, are two best friends who love Warp Tour who love the scene the bands that were really popular um, at the time really famous uh, created the scene and, and the tour we we once a month do a big special on a year of the tour. It was 25 years-ish long. And uh, we go back and we look through a year of who played, uh, the interesting things that were happening that year, some new changes, all of the history. On episodes that aren't our history episodes, which are most of the other episodes, we talk about the songs we love, the bands we love, the memories we have, all of these great anecdotes about our time spent in the scene, and then how it's kind of progressed into where we are today. So today we're doing an episode like that. Last week, if you tuned in, we talked about a lot of angry songs, songs that got us really, yeah, yes, we got pissed about, we had feelings about, we had. Just, we got all of it out, and now we want to give you guys a big warm hug. A little do come down. A little come down, do some warms and fuzzies, and talk about some songs that just like, are just kind of that nice little hug within the scene. Some songs that really make you feel like you're okay, and... You're not alone. You're not alone.
0: Just um, cute. Just, We're just getting cute with it. Kind of cute. But so, still pop-pop
1: yeah exactly so like there's still gonna be a little bit of angst and like a little bit of like oh no doubt yeah it's, it's not gonna be all like sugar and spice um so it is june 2019 right now so we're doing a cool feature um that rachel is gonna explain to you
0: oh thanks so if you didn't know june is pride month if you didn't know that where you been uh zoe and i are two out proud queer ladies And even if we weren't, we'd still do this because being an ally is very important. But for Pride Month, we wanted to showcase at the top of each episode in June just a song by a queer artist whom we love. We want to recommend to you just kind of put that out there and get a fun conversation going and showcase some queer artists who wouldn't otherwise get play on our pod as often. So my pick last week was a very traditionally fun, campy gay song by todrick hall so this week i wanted to cut bring it down with our theme keep it comforting keep it cute um and i'm recommending dodie this week oh she is a singer songwriter whom i adore she's my same age she's bisexual our birthdays are super close together she is a youtuber who really came to fame and is now Getting into the mainstream, really popular. She's going to play the Hollywood Palladium, Palladium. I get shit for how I say that. She's playing in Hollywood in in the fall in like a pretty huge venue, which is great. Um, She's an author. Her book is fantastic. I cannot recommend her enough. Dodie, D-O-D-I-E. The song that I picked is just a really fun one. She's known to do some sadder songs. Um that I really love but I wanted to keep it upbeat and fun and queer and sassy so I picked her song in the middle which is a song about three ways and I love it so much and it's very tongue-in-cheek and very cute and it's normalizing sexual experimentation. It could be- you know, I'm one for the overly passionate. I like you, and I love him. We could all be
2: the best kind of friends. You said you're into closure. Shake hands like you're supposed to. I'll be
0: And she actually just released a new single, Um, so you can check her out on Spotify, it's all there. Highly recommend. The end. I digress. Awesome. Uh,
1: My choice this week is by a band called The Many Colored Death, and I'm choosing them because their drummer, Shay Spence, I went to high school with. Oh my gosh! And who I adore, and um, we're still Facebook friends. I don't think I've seen Shay probably since we graduated high school. Sorry, Shay, that's more on me than anything. Um... We this band is from my hometown, Columbia, Missouri. They are a trio in kind of the rock and roll oh, hardcore. I I would say that they probably identify their sound as um, very in line with what we listen to. Yeah, um, love that. They're a f- really fantastic. They've been playing. I want to say Shays has been in this band for like. I mean, God, many years. And they've really established themselves as like a prominent figure in the scene in Columbia and in Missouri as a whole. I choose this because Shay is out, uh, and as a lesbian and was out in high school and took her girlfriend to homecoming. And I'm pretty sure one homecoming queen, our senior year of high school. Yes. Queen yeah. in Missouri,
0: bitch. Oh, yeah. Love that.
1: So Shay's amazing. Shout out Shay If you're listening, I've really appreciated your journey. Like, everything that she's gone through a lot. And she's been really open about just being herself and like being in this band. And it's been really wonderful to see the Many Colored death grow and hang in there. And especially in the middle of Missouri, of all places. So a big shout out to her um, and just everything she's done. The song that I picked is off their brand new album they would just release like a week ago called OKest.
2: Ooh.
1: And the song is called The Sieve. or <gasps> The Sieve. I, I like I, this
0: instantly. Yeah,
1: it's a great intro. It's, um, Shay, you're a fantastic drummer.
2: this is good
1: yeah oh it's good shit the whole album is really good i actually
0: we stan a lesbian drummer
1: oh fuck yeah right my honestly a dream i'm so into percussionists i love but shay is shay you're wonderful this is i really i'm so you gotta happy. reconnect
0: so she can be on the pod
1: <laughs> so yeah so check out the mini Colored death their album okay and i think their whole discography is all on Spotify. Um,
0: Wolf Mother vibes, too. Yeah. Wolf Mother and Maylene, for sure. Absolutely. But, of course, they're, they're, they're their own sound. I just love making comparisons. This is sick, and the drums Well, Shay, yeah. you're dope. I want to be your friend. Yeah. So that's my dope. queer pick for Pride Month. Yeah. Love that. I appreciate that you're anchoring us, because I went off the rails with my queer choices, and I I'm not at all pop punk. No. So I'm glad we have a little mixed bag. Well, I, get, I <laughs> There we go. I love it. Should we jump right in with our yes, comfort please. songs? So yeah, like Zoe said, we just want like a little hug, a little calm down. It's trying fucking times right now, <laughs> as always, but especially for women, especially for queer people, especially for people of color, like you name a minority, we're all fucked right now. Yeah. So while well, we got mad last week, we got our anger out. It was very cathartic. I wanted to pick something that kind of. My first track kind of bridges that gap where it's still very high energy but and not super duper optimistic, but just optimistic enough. That's why I picked it nice. <laughs> is everything is all right by motion city soundtrack i think this is the first time we've picked motion city i think so
1: yeah i love which is wild motion city i soundtrack. love
0: motion city oh
1: soundtrack. yeah the lead singer justin pierre yeah, i think liked i like had a quote yes! one of their quotes on instagram was like a caption of like a random photo of mine and i like tagged them in and
0: he liked it i forgot nice. about that oh my god of course you love motion city So I love Motion City. I met Justin at a Say Anything concert because it was Saves the Day, then Motion City Soundtrack, then Say Anything. Nice. And in between sets, they just came out. And so I met Josh and I met Justin. He was the nicest. He is a dreamy McDreamboat. I love him. He's very much my type. Sorry. And he was happily married. He has written some of the most beautiful love songs, in my opinion, in the genre. He's a delight. This video is a delight. I wanted to pick this especially as my first song to lead us in because we're coming down from the angry songs. This song on paper seems like, yeah, it's called Everything is Alright. We're fine. But the whole song is about mental health issues and people saying, tell me you're fine. Just tell me everything's fine. And we'll pretend it's fine. And that's not true. And the music video is really great. I actually hadn't seen it in years and I totally forgot. The video is Justin like in therapy and yeah. having it not work. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, I'm through with these pills that make me sit still. Are you feeling fine? Yes, I feel just fine. And so tell me that you're all right. Yeah, everything is all right. It just, I don't know. Give me a reason to end this discussion, to break with tradition, to fold and divide it's great the lyrics are dope the song builds it's such a fun song to like jam out to which is why i like it and to me it's a pop punk warm hug because we're acknowledging that we're not all fine we're not all all right but in a weird way that is all right yeah like we're talking about mental health not everything's fine but like it'll work out we'll be fine and justin's voice is delightful his
1: voice really is delightful i he has a couple of like slower songs that are kind of on the sadder side than I think he does well but I can't if I listen to Motion City I I, like it just it really does lift my spirits yeah if I'm like feeling down or if I am feeling angry and I listen to Motion City like it's just it's a happy yeah happy vibe even when they're mad
0: or sad something about the way that they played it to you yeah the way that it's presented Especially, they were really big in the early 2000s. Yeah. And like in their last episode. Some, like, multiple songs were from 05. Yeah. 05 was, like, a really big moment for emo and hardcore. Yeah. And to have Motion City go along this keep things pretty light. Yeah. But still talk about difficult things. Yeah. But package it in such a way that you feel seen and heard by them. Yeah. You just feel like Justin's your bud. Like, you are Justin. You, yeah. You know? I mean, the whole band. But he, he's the singer. song.
1: Right. He very much could like, sit down with you and have a cup of coffee and just, like, talk things out. Like, he just, he definitely, even as, like, popular as Motion City got, I always felt like he just really enjoyed being there. Yes. And he never really took himself too seriously. Yes. And it's just a great time. I love this song. I think it's in a, first of all, like, a lot of these songs are in major keys, so they're just mm-hmm. kind of naturally going to be, sound a little bit more upbeat, but you can tell he just, like, almost has, like, a smile with the way that he sings. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's very self-aware in a different way than I think a lot of Because we were talking about so many bands talk about the scene within their music. They're mm-hmm. self-aware, but almost to a negative way where they feel like hacks. Whereas I feel like Justin's exactly self-aware enough to be like, I'm not taking it too seriously. Yeah. He's like the pop-punk epitome of it's not that deep yeah he's like it's not that deep we all feel emotions we all go through things and i'm gonna sing about them but it's not that deep right and at the end of the day we're all just boys playing our music and having a good exactly. time yeah exactly and i love them they're the epitome of a pop punk worm hug to me so i yes, had to pick them absolutely i think it's a great choice. It's your
1: pick, my dear. So this is my first pick. This is you are not alone by Sayosen
2: This time might think you
0: almost on my list. Nice. Fuck. Yep. Sayosin, man. I literally scrolled through them for my angry shit and I was like, they're not actually that mad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this is off of their album also titled Sayosin. I think this was their second album. I think it's their second album. Yeah. Yeah. The Beatle.
0: It's weird that yes. their self-titled would be later, but it yeah. was. And this was their most well-known album, I would venture. Yes.
1: This is their most well-known album, Sayosin, 2006. I saw them in 2006. They came to my hometown. I bought the... I, I used to wear straight up the like big Seosin black hoodie was like what I wore every day in high school wow. um so I love Sayosin
0: I had a an infinity on high triple XL fallout boy sweatshirt that I wore it's... every day we all had one my brother had an armor for sleep one
1: um so Sayosin the lead singer of this band it's actually a really interesting story so the lead singer I forget his name sorry I'm not gonna google it but the lead singer uh he, they did put out an EP or like a very short first album without this lead singer. They had another guy who I think went on to sing for, it wasn't Anthony Green. It might have been Anthony Green was their first, I forget who their first singer was, but I think he went on to sing for like Chiodos or somebody like that. Um, yeah, Anthony Green was originally in Chioto's. But as, was a
0: current member. Maybe, I think he came back. He's currently the lead singer of Circus Survive, Sayosin, Circus Survive, that's And it. The Sound of Animals Fighting. Yeah. While maintaining a solo career. What a life, Anthony Green. <laughs> Anthony Green.
1: So Anthony Green was the original singer. He left to, to do Circus Survive.
0: Yes, because my friend in high school was obsessed with Circus Survive. Love it. Yes. Circus Survive and Saves the Day. Shout out to my friend Josh from high school. I haven't nice. talked to him in years. We saw Anne Berlin together. So <laughs> um,
1: he left the band and they brought in this kid To be the lead singer for them For this album And the story with it Was that he was This kid was a huge Huge fan Of Sayosin Like in their early days And he would He would go to all their shows He was a He was like Sonny Moore He was like a kid He was like 18, 19 Loved Sayosin
0: Is this Cove?
1: I think Uh so Yeah Cove River 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 He Um his mom would, like, take him to all these shows. Oh and they, like, f- he, I guess, like, approached the band at some point point. was just, like, can I sing for you? And they were, like, wow. yeah, I guess. Turns out this kid has incredible pipes. So they bring him in and they're, like, will you want to be this, the lead singer of the band? And his mom, like, came on tour with him, I think, as, like, a, the, like, stage mom or something. I like, love that. was oh, really sweet.
0: Oh, my child.
1: So he, they, and I know this because I'm pretty sure on the, I have this album, this physical album, and I'm pretty sure they, like, included like a 45 minute video at the end of the album explaining the making of it and he had really bad anxiety trying to record it because he was so nervous to sing in front of everybody so there's like footage of him in the studio with like a blanket over him in the mic so that he can't see anybody and no one can see him and he can just hear the band and then sing but it was it's a really incredible album it's i love this album it's one of my favorites his voice is very
0: powerful. Um, they asked him to leave in 2010. They asked him to leave. Aww. So the drama is he was asked to leave Sayosin in early 2010. Later reports from the band cited that he was asked to leave Sayosin due to the deterioration of his stage and vocal performance. Oh,
1: I think he pushed like. He, and then yeah. he
0: released. He personally released a statement, a very long, very sweet statement, and he said, um, like. That seemingly small... It all started with one comment directed towards me. That seemingly small comment completely drained every ounce of confidence I had worked so hard to build up. Not only did it completely catch me off guard, but not one of my heroes stood up for me, let alone acknowledge that the comment made was truly uncalled for. Thinking you've let your heroes down in even the smallest way really freaking sucks.
1: Yeah. That's really sad. So I I didn't mean for this to be like a bummer on the episode. No, but
0: I (laughs) I love because... To this day, that's Sayosin's most famous album. Yeah. And it's Cove yeah. as the lead. Yeah. And that's that's no accident, yeah. you know? Good for... And this kid made it work. And yeah. he's now... Uh, he's the lead singer of Dead American.
1: Oh, cool. Okay, he's cool. still
0: he's working, still as far as I can tell.
1: Um, yeah, because he's got a great voice. I can... Like, it's really hard to sing this kind of music without really proper technique. It's right. unsustainable. Oh, I Even bet. for somebody who's really talented like cove and just naturally talented if you can blow that out really easily if you don't know how to really properly support and properly maintain a healthy technique through tours especially so i would
0: love to do an episode on that in the future especially with you in our our pod because there's a whole it's like not unlike the whole football concussion thing yeah within pop punk there's a huge ongoing issue of these singers who were big 10 years ago can't do it anymore It's a
1: rough a rough go around if you really yeah.
0: don't know what you're doing. Especially if you're screaming. Yes.
1: Susan so has a little like I think there's a couple of songs that have some occasional screaming. Right. They're
0: they're pretty mellow. I always remember yeah. them
1: as being angrier
0: than they were. Yes. And then I listen to them and I'm like, no, they're pretty soft. Yeah. Sweet boys. So you're not alone
1: is very much like an anthem kind of song. It really is very straight up just like face value of, like, you aren't alone, mm-hmm. like, don't leave this world, because, I mean, it, it kind of, I think you could probably draw a very short line to say it's an anti-suicide kind yeah.
0: of. it's, song. I, I, it may have been used alongside to love on her arms.
1: I think so, yeah, it's very much like to write love on her arms kind of vibe, um, which is an anti-self-harm and suicide, and, yeah. uh, organization, so, um, but I just, I the reason, one of the reasons I love this song is like, yes, it is kind of, it is a little corny because it's a little on the nose of like, you're not alone. Yeah. But it's such an expansive song. It yes. starts off with a really nice little guitar riff mm-hmm. in this minor key. And then it really builds to just this, there's like a piano at one point yeah. and all of the sounds. It's very produced and textured, but I love it. And we get to him just really earnestly like saying like, you're not alone there is more to this
2: We're not alone. there is more
0: Well, and t- from the position of a kid who loved this band, who made it yeah. work, makes it so much more powerful. Yeah. It's really beautiful. It is. And under a lesser band, under a lesser singer, I would hate this song. Yes. But I love
1: this. Yeah. And it stands out on the album. The rest of the album is really good. "Bury Your Head is one of their bigger songs. Yes. Follow and Feel. Voices. I love voices. Um, so it's, it's a great album in general, but it has this kind of similar, I don't know, it feels like, it's very atmospheric, this album. They had a lot of production that went into it, which really shows, it, it still holds up really well, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's. The, I just love the song. I, I do always feel better after I listen to it. I also can sing along really easily to this, and I like that. Um, so yeah, that was my second choice.
0: Everything's magic by Angels and Airwaves. And do you ever feel like you're alone? And do you ever wish to be
2: alone I can say that I have.
0: I can say that I have. <sighs> this is this is my warm, fluffy song that I. Always love that I will always fuck with, and I know it's objectively not aged great, and it's a little foofy, it's a little dorky. I love it. I live for this. This is off i Empire by Angels Nairwaves, um, my favorite album by them, which is probably a weird choice. Um, I saw them live right between i Empire and Love. I actually saw Angels and Airwaves live on my 16th birthday. Say Anything opened for them. It was one of the greatest nights of my life. Say Anything is my favorite band of all time to this day. To see Tom DeLonge in person, up close, after watching Say Anything in their peak Hate Everyone tour. Yeah, it's a lot. I could cry. I could literally (laughs) cry if I keep talking about it. So I love the song. Everything's magic. It's a little cheesy, but it's kind of my version of You're Not Alone. The top of the song is, do you ever feel like you're alone? Do you ever wish to be unknown? I can say I have, I can say I have. Do you ever feel things here aren't right? Do you ever feel the time slip by? I can say that I have. So hear this please and watch as your heart speeds up endlessly and look for the stars as the sun goes down. Everything's magic. Sit back and hold on, but hold on tight. Prepare for the best and the fastest ride. Reach out your hand and I'll make you mine. It's just like so cheese ball, but it's so cute. And to hear this very reassuring, very wholesome, like, do you ever feel this way? Because I feel this way. To hear that from Tom fucking DeLong, who was already a pop-punk legend in his own right at this point because of Blink-182. To hear him get all, like, cute and warm and fuzzy is, like, such a beautiful moment. And um, I just love it. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Like, it's in the lyrics. It's very sweet. I love a clapping moment. (laughs) This tour was huge for me. Seeing this live was huge for me. I, up until college, Blink-182 was like my end-all be-all. They were my world. Mm -hmm. And when Tom left, I stopped caring about it as much. (laughs) I just fucked up. I'm very much a Tom girl. I love Mark, but I'm very much a Tom girl. So Angels and Airwaves was a big outlet for me. And they were a little bit more mature on paper. They had a little bit more poetic lyrics. They weren't as pop punky. And that came at the perfect time for me when I was like elevating my tastes, so to speak. And Tom's voice, as whiny as it is, it just gets me. It just knows my heart and wraps around me and is a hug. And it's so interestingly produced. And I think it's a little bit of, I mean, obviously there's going to be that Blink-182 sound because Tom defines Blink in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. But to have these like synths and this electronic kind of underlying mixed in Mm -hmm. was really cool for me because I loved, you know, early Hello Goodbye. I was listening to Metro Station and shit like I was listening to 303. I was listening to some like very electronic driven things. So to have Tom like weave these together in a very artful way Mm -hmm. made me feel really smart and cool for being aware of it.
1: I think a song like this is one of the reasons why it's it is so much of a warm hug. Is anytime these artists um, ask their audience directly, like, yeah. "Do you ever feel this way?" It's I mean, obviously, you already like want to relate and be like, "Yes, I do feel this way." Um, but it it but it, that's nice because there aren't that many songs that specifically ask you as the yeah. audience and like. It's break technically a love wall.
0: song. He's technically addressing someone he loves and saying, like, come with me on this ride. But doesn't he also love us, his fans? Yeah, exactly. Well,
1: I mean, yeah, why couldn't it be about... Yeah, right. And it might yeah be very much like a technically yeah. love song. But I mean, I think that there is that relationship. I think it's always nice when, when bands address the relationship between them and their fans yeah. in a way like this, where it's like, I've got you. Right. And even if it is under the guise of, like, kind of a love song kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really nice. It does feel, I mean, in it didn't age great. <laughs> I know it didn't no, age it didn't, great. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's it's similar in like you were saying that the Sayosin song is kind of like the like a the pop punk version of like Dear Evan Hansen yeah. knockoff. So like that's kind of like the Broadway like yeah. rock opera. I feel like this could be if you scaled down the production a little bit, could very much be like. On um, Sesame Street, a little bit. <laughs> like a, Everything's magic. Yeah, you know, but I like it. I think it's it's nice, and sometimes we need that kind of like simple, yeah. simpler, um, just wholesome feeling yeah. to break. Hearing up it live as
0: well because it's so layered, and they really bring all of those sounds in. so a lot of the way that they toured this the lights would go down they'd all be silhouettes and they would just like go for everything and like layer everything in person it was the most one of the most immersive concert experiences i've ever been to and i love this album in particular because so much of it is tom reflecting on himself and his life um he was at this point married with children and he had left blink 182 and then they kind of came back and then they didn't. And it was kind of an in-between. Angels Narrows was alongside Blink. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Angels Narrows was a safe space for him to really explore who he was as a person and as a grown man. So much of Blink is them being kind of trapped in that high school vibe of like being high school dropouts and dicking around and feeling feelings. But this is very much him as a grown man assessing his life, singing about his journey. Right of Springs is a really great song, too, off this album. There's just a lot of really pretty, really introspective moments that I think we as a scene kind of needed, especially at that era, that like 2090 kind of time.
1: All right, my second choice is by one of my uh, long standing bands. This band definitely played Warp Tour. They were on a couple of Warp Tour compilations actually in the early 2000s. Nice. Um, they're really wonderful, kind of offbeat, never got super famous, but I adore them. This is Audio Blood by The Matches. Sweating in the dark we're- Uh, this is off their debut album I believe uh, released in 2004 it's called Yvonne Dahl killed the locals um, and I'm sure it's like a concept album this I love the matches one of my dear friends who actually the friend that got me into um, "Say anything and a lot of bands in the scene she was the first one to find the matches she found shout out to care we don't we've lost touch since then but um, care definitely got me into a lot of great music back in the day um the matches i believed formed in the bay like oakland Mm. um and uh they the reason i chose this song is because it's this was this song just exemplified my uh teenage years of like having to sit through school like you know um the lyrics in the song are every Friday at three shadows escape from the factory. Um, and like, that was very much my feeling of like, God, you gotta go to school. And like, this was, I listened to this at the time where like I hated school and I just, I wasn't a good student at the time. And, uh, it was very much just like every Thursday or Friday night, there was a third, there'd be a show at the blue note, my, in my hometown. And it would be a band like the matches or somebody like that. And you just go in you get your hands stamped cause you're underage. And so cool. you just, I mean, I, you'd rage to some really great pop punk and it was just such a that was my life and I loved it and Mm -hmm. the reason I chose it for this for like the warm fuzzy hug is because this whole song is about just like getting to go to a show and be freed from everything that you have to deal with and Mm -hmm. just get to like move and listen to you know be with people and like it just get that release and that was such a thing I really needed and craved it was like my catharsis as a kid Mm -hmm. um and I mean I I was never like much into the mosh scene but I just really enjoyed being there and like yeah like it's nice to be surrounded by people and and have that connection with the band so um I I still really love this song I think his voice is like Rachel's saying is really it is very specific to him Mm -hmm. and he carries it well throughout their other albums like he really does kind of sound it's a bit of a weird manufactured sound but i, I kind of like it yeah it feels like he's doing kind of an
0: accent but i'm into yeah, it
1: yeah exactly um i mean otherwise it's a pretty straightforward uh musically it's pretty straightforward for the pop punk scene i do think that there's some nice little harmonies that they kind of put in sometimes and some interesting there's some great guitar riffs in this whoever's their guitarist and their drummer is really nice so no
0: i mean i think you hit the nail on that i don't have a whole lot to say Beyond me directly reacting to the song as we played it. But um, I love it. This is exactly the kind of thing I would have loved. I just missed out on the matches. The one song I had by them that I really liked. I never really pursued them further beyond Wake the Sun. um, Which is very different than this, like we said. so just off their third album, too. Yeah. I appreciate them forging their own sound. Mm -hmm. I love his voice and what he does with it. And I, I mean, like I said, I love a song about the scene. Yes, exactly. I love when the scene talks about the scene. Yeah. Just was, like I love yeah. movies about movies. Yeah. It's just fun and you feel like part of it. I think so much of pop punk is feeling like part of something bigger than yourself. Yes. And having a community. And yeah, that's exactly. why Warped Tour is so important and great. Yeah. Um, Yeah, this just embodies all that. It's the perfect warm hug. I yeah. love it.
2: Dark, we're freed as the, the way world. of the we-
0: On, and I want you to guess what band it is this is <laughs> parenthetical everything is debatable <laughs> off of the album everything is debatable bye hello goodbye I was
2: frozen there paralyzed and floating in the air or I thought cause no
0: I bet some of you are shitting your britches right now because the here in your arms man did this beautiful little ditty. He's come very far. So everything is debatable came out in 2013. It's one of the more recent songs I've picked on this podcast ever. Um, 2013 was when I, sorry guys, I'm young. 2013 was when I graduated high school and started college. So this album came out at a really specific time. I was really into Would It Kill You, which was 2011, I believe. Another Hello Goodbye album. I loved them from their get-go i loved their ep i loved when jesse was in the band and did weird screamy songs with them i loved the techno electronic kind of vibe they had but would it kill you really paired things back and simplified in more of an indie rock indie pop vibe um and then everything is debatable like perfected that in my opinion and like they really matured as a band as a sound um so, hello, goodbye. Everyone knows here in your arms, which is in our very first episode of this pod, throwback. Mm. Um, they sold the t shirts at Hot Topic. There was a lot of neon involved. Forrest Klein produced Never Shout Never ZP. Oh, wow. Like, he's been around the block, he's been part of the scene, but he's been part of that rocket to the moon, Never Shout Never kind of lighter side of pop punk. And I picked this because it's a little more of a grown-up vibe. It's an album I don't think anyone listens to, and they need to. Current Hello Goodbye stuff, their music video views are so low, and it makes me so sad. Also, this music video is beautiful. So why I picked this for the comfort episode. The song starts, I was frozen there, paralyzed and floating in the air, or I thought, because no one really knows who could have saw. And there's all of this imagery of nature, and in the video, he's literally floating in the air, like, above a. Of river, a lake, like he's, like floating around. It's beautiful. And so it's this kind of idea of anxiety, of being like frozen in time, of being paralyzed, of not really knowing what's going on. It's like every Hello Goodbye song, it's very much a romantic love song. Because it's like, I saw her a ghost of something oh in her love. God. We don't yet know. <laughs> like it's very poetic. Uh, but the chorus says, It's such an arbitrary line and we dance. We waited centuries to throw up our hands. It's such an arbitrary line and we dance, we dance, we dance. We dance. Oh, everything is debatable. Nice. So to me, this is, it's a call and response. Like, say anything's admit it. The lengthy rant about everyone and everything in the scene being full <laughs> of shit. Forrest comes in and says, everything's debatable, baby. It's not that deep. I love it. We're all just friends. Everything's debatable. We're chilling. I love Forrest Klein so much. i loved him my whole fucking life. <laughs> He's such a delight in a dreamboat. boat new hello goodbye stuff so fun i was telling zoe before we started recording how good their most recent music video is it's just light and fun and i think hello goodbye is one of those bands where they never fully fit in the pop punk scene but they never really fully fit in like the indie rock scene so they kind of live in between and i think it's kind of a bummer it's almost to their detriment because i think they could have been so much bigger if they had been packaged in a different way later i have no regrets i'm sure forrest klein has no regrets With where they're at, they're still touring. They are touring right now. They just finished in Europe, I believe. But I love them. And they're technically part of the scene. And I think they're often overlooked. And they're so fun and sweet. And every song at the end of the day by them is in some way romantic, in some way hopeful. And every time I would like rage out to my chem or even like I set my friends on fire, the screamiest of screams... I'd always come home to Forest, you know? I'd always come back yeah. to my sweet angel Forest client, and he'd sing me to sleep. yes, <laughs> I love everything about it. End of story.
2: Sorry. I could talk
1: forever. (laughs) This is such a cute song. Yeah. I've never heard those songs. This is definitely new for me. I also only, I stopped listening to Hell Goodbye after their first album. I love their first album. Yeah, I just uh, kind of missed them after that. Um, But this is great. This is, I can, the newer stuff that Rachel played for me definitely has more of a disco vibe, which
0: I can see coming out of this. The new album, Solely Natural. Very 70s sounding, yeah. very throwback, intentionally so. Very yeah. fun, but every album has a logical progression in my mind. You know, they're not quite Panic at the Disco where they consciously set a new aesthetic. They just kind of grow.
1: Yeah, and I appreciate that absolutely. Yeah,
0: so to listen to here in your arms and then listen to it, solely Natural, big jumps.
1: I think, it's but it a, makes total sense. Yeah, and it's a real choice to start the song with like a good chunk of just the doo doo doos. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I, I think it works for them, and it just kind of puts you in that kind of like, it's just like your are walking music. You yeah, know? you're it's in like, like a little
0: floaty head space. Yeah. So You're kind of Luna Love gooding around. Yeah, you exactly.
1: Know? You can just stroll around and listen to some
0: Hello Goodbye. It just feels right. And I have been really involved on their Twitter recently since I've been trying to promote our pod. <laughs> I keep coming back to Hello Goodbye's Twitter, which is run by Forrest, and the pinned tweet is like, I'm paraphrasing, but the pinned tweet is something like, I was trying to figure out what all of our fans had in common, and I figured it out. Y'all are the most romantic motherfuckers out there. (laughs) I was like, wow, so true. That's so sweet. Because as angry as I get, I always come home to Forrest, you know?
1: Yeah, I Uh, think
0: so. So sweet.
1: So my last song and I'll, we'll just make this quick my last song is this
2: she thinks i much too thin she asks me if I'm sick what's a girl to do with friends like
1: This is Holiday from Real by Jack's Mannequin.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did they do dark blue?
1: Yes. It's also the yes. only song I know. Yep. <laughs> dark blue's I, on the same album. You know what's fucked up?
0: I saw them live.
1: Really? And I barely remember I Me too. I saw them live, Then I love I saw
0: them it. live the night that I met All American Rejects, so I was a little oh, preoccupied. Nice. Nice. I remember them doing dark blue and we all sang along to it though. Nice. Yeah. I always I always them and Dashboard Confessional kind of belonged in a separate subgenre in my head. I loved Dashboard mm-hmm. and I never got into Jack's Mannequin enough. But I always kinda of pushed them aside as not quite pop punk, but they really are part of the scene.
1: Yeah. So this is Holiday from Real. It's off of their first album, Everything Is in tr- Everything In Transit. So there we go. Everything, everything, everything. everything. That's everything. the name of the episode. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, everything in Transit, it was released in 2005. The Spotify has the f- 2015 remastered version, so 10 mm-hmm. years later they did remasters. Um, this, uh, the lead singer, Andrew McMahon, lead singer in Keys, he is the lead singer of Something Corporate. And right! He was, which was a big, similar kind of piano-forward um, pop-punk band that is no longer, as far as I know, is no longer a band. Um, he he uh, Andrew McMahon was diagnosed with leukemia, I believe. He was diagnosed oh with a God. cancer early on in his career, and I'm, I want to say it was because like a fan knew like what like a fan like saw some like something on his body that was, and he was like, "Hey, that kind of looks like you might want to check that out." And he did. I think this is a story. that might be an urban legend about what happened, or like I'm missing, I'm lying to you, but I'm pretty sure that's like <laughs> something like that happened. Right. So he went and got it checked out. Turns out he had cancer. Wow. He beat cancer, or he's wow. in remission. And that's when he started Jack's Mannequin um, to be kind of like, I think, you know, getting out of something corporate for him, you know, you like got this second chance of life and was like, let me become Jack's Mannequin. Jack's Mannequin is like pretty prolific. They
0: have a couple of albums at this point. Yeah. Oh, they're huge. I would yeah. argue that they were a household name at the time, if not still.
1: Yes. They've gotten probably more like piano poppy at this point, but this, mm-hmm. this song was very much in the same lineup to me, lineup for me, um, of, pop, like, they were like Copeland, like, again, piano forward, mm-hmm. so they were very much something I was listening to. Dark blue is arguably probably their,
0: dark blue, dark blue. Yeah. Do you ever feel alone <laughs> in a crowded room?
1: <laughs> it's very much, uh, their biggest, uh, single, I think just about, I think it, I'm pretty sure it played on a lot of, um, uh, just pop
0: stations and stuff. Yeah. Um, I would almost put it with like, I feel guilty saying this train it is a little, a little bit train. early yeah. train you know train, not yeah. soul sister no, but like God. drops to jupiter a yeah little. exactly like dashboard confessional yes. jack's mannequin yeah. even i would argue secondhand serenade
1: oh five secondhand i really dislike secondhand serenade Correct. but yes i agree with you <laughs> but i do love sure and snow, worked, patrol. No. snow
0: patrol Kinda, yeah. snow patrol kind of yes just a little snow, yeah because like chasing cars vibes yeah Because like dark blue would go on the same playlist you know what I mean? yeah for sure uh, so
1: this is "Holiday from Real." It's the first song on the album. The reason I picked it for this album for this um, episode was because the lyrics are basically just like, "I want a holiday from real life. Like, mm-hmm. let me just go to California, get stoned, sit on the beach, hang out, like, enjoy the sun and." just like have a great time and not have to worry about real life which makes a lot of sense that like sometimes you really just need that escape yeah um and that needs to be the warm hug of like everything's and uh, you know for Andrew like he just dealing with cancer and like I'm sure all he wanted was to just be able to like pretend like he wasn't you know just like get an escape so uh it's big you know piano forward i love the the lyrics are really just like describe you know it's very much descriptive lyrics of like this is all the stuff we can do i don't know who madeline is i know he is married with a with at least one kid i don't know if madeline is his wife or just somebody that he put in the song but um it is it's just sweet it's
0: beautiful yeah and it's a a beautiful beautiful story to accompany it i love that yeah
1: so it's my my choice what do you think
0: that's so sweet I mean, yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say. That's just beautiful. I, Yeah, like I said, I wasn't super uh, familiar with Jack's Mannequin. I did catch, like, half of their set once at a larger festival that I was at. Um, And he was, from what I remember, I distinctly remember him playing Dark Blue because that was the one song I knew by Jack's Mannequin. I just remember the piano being beautiful. He sat at a big piano and just wailed, and everyone loved it. And I... You know, he's very soothing. He has a very comforting presence when he performs. And I had no idea of that backstory. That's really beautiful. I think that yeah. elevates it even further. Yeah. But yeah, that dreamy, especially I'm a sucker. I'm a California girl. Yeah. I love a coastline <laughs> right. in a song. So it's perfect cap to this, nice. I think. Beautiful. Excellent.
1: Was gonna be one of my honorable mentions, and then try- you uh, you picked. Uh, we both
0: agreed on uh, Motion yeah. City on accident. Oops, that was a fun reveal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, I actually don't have any other honorable mentions. There's there's quite a few songs that I I think in general are kind of like warm fuzzies within the scene. Mm-hmm. Um. There's definitely some Copeland songs that I was thinking about. Uh, honestly, more just Jacks. A lot of like
0: upbeat piano yeah I was gonna songs. say I've, I considered Dashboard Confessional yeah. for sure um I considered Reliant K I didn't put them on here for you I am say. so surprised you didn't put Reliant K on this <laughs> I didn't think that hard about it because I always associate them I always loved their more poppy songs yeah and so many of their poppy songs are so relationship driven that I didn't really associate it with a comfort song yeah um the only real I too didn't have that many honorable mentions. I was like, these three songs make me feel loved. And uh, they all happen to have the word everything in
1: them. <laughs> I know, apparently that was our theme. Everything is
0: alright, everything's magic, everything is debatable. Keep that in mind. Words to live by.
1: Everything in transit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um I will say a song that I considered, but it just vibe-wise wasn't right for me, is Right Back at It Again by A Day to Remember. Oh, cool. Um, It's just very much a pop punk song. It's very upbeat. I wanted something a little more mellow as a come down. Right Back at It Again, I would almost consider more of like a pep talky kind of song. Mm. I'm assuming we'll do like an inspirational like rev you up, pump up episode, in which case the song will be likely on there. But that's one of those songs that I mentioned in the last episode, A Day to Remember, talking about it's just jeremy mckinnon singing about like it was 2003 we started a band everyone told us we would fail we slept on hardwood floors we'd play till we were sick and here we are and we're right back at it and we're doing it and we're here and it's great also my brother shout out to my brother again a remembers biggest fan and one of my favorite people in the world he recommended we got this by a remembers it's actually off their most recent album bad vibrations um, and it's really sweet it's a really wholesome pep talky pop punk song of like when you feel down just remember we got this it's like a little pep talk of a song um but again i wanted to go a little more floaty kind of relaxing vibes everything is all right was like as pop punky as i wanted to get but yeah i feel good i feel revived i feel relaxed i do too i definitely feel
1: relaxed um Yeah. Right. So sometimes like pop punk and Warped Tour and emo like always gets a a rap for being like really harsh and hardcore and, you know, lots of
0: dark imagery. But
1: sometimes, you know, they're real people, too. And they have a nice warm hug. So
0: I mean, we're all people. And again, pop punk pop popular. We all get it. We all feel it. So even when we get a little fluffy, a little cheesy, it's all there. And this conversation is further emphasized by Zoe's beautiful kitten playing around. It's the most wholesome image. I wish y'all could see it. We'll post pictures of the cat on our socials yes. in a rude ploy to gain more followers. We We're going to make it a cat contest. Huh? Yeah,
1: she's our mascot. Oh, yeah. Our cat mascot. So stand by little... on our socials. You'll
0: definitely see a pic of me and Justin from... Motion City Soundtrack, we yeah. will definitely see some beautiful pictures of our sweet kitten love, our mascot. <laughs> little Edith. In the meantime, happy Pride Month. Yeah. Keep your heads up. It's a dark world, but we got good music. We got good, good people. What a time to be alive.
1: Oh, it's so inspirational. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much. I'm just feeling really reflective. Now I, I want to go smoke a bowl and lay on a beach. Hell yeah. Even yeah. though it's 1130 on a Monday.
1: There you go. You know, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Thank you for listening to A Warped to Remember. Yes, and as always,
0: you can hit us up on our socials. We're at A Warped to Remember on pretty much everything. We're at Warped number two remember on Twitter. That's probably the best way to reach us. Let us know what songs make you feel comforted and loved. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Sorry, I assumed you were done. <laughs> I just forgot to plug the socials. <laughs> Wanted to plug them more. She's so cute. Though. You, can't be mad yes, at her. you cannot
1: climb behind the oven.
0: Yeah, but that's a bad call.
1: <laughs> Otherwise you will become a kitten roast.
0: That'll be the beauty of her being bigger, because it's like-